Welcome to the Extreme Makeover You podcast with Lindsay and Daniel Crouch, where we show you how to cultivate success and consistency in the most foundational areas of your life. We are 40-year-old parents to four young boys with 30 years of experience in health and wellness between us. We are reversing the mundane, stuck, inconsistent mindset and behavior that is at war with your highest potential. We're in the best shape of our lives and eager to share the playbook with you. Because let's get real, success, breakthroughs, and leveling up don't just happen by accident. This podcast is for people who want a kick-ass life, and we can't wait to show you how we do it. Now let's go. Hey, everybody. Hey, family. We here. How y'all doing? It's good to be with you. Yes, it is. Friends and Lindsay. Friends and Daniel. Friends and Lindsay, because we're all here together. <laughs> Mama Bev's all in the room. In the room. We record these in our guest room yes. office space, and there is a beautiful portrait of Mama Bev in here, and whenever guests come, we're like, they wake up in the morning and we're like, did you sleep well? <laughs> did Mama Bev, you know, join you in your dreams last night? It's did about you... a, you know, 18 inch by 24 inch. It's a pretty big picture. It was my grandmother's. Granny Goose had yeah. that in her house. It's a portrait. It's a portrait. It's a portrait. I think it's a painted portrait. No? It's, it's a centerpiece. It's a centerpiece. It's really sweet. Jeff Brokaw woke up after he stayed here the first time and he said, is that your mother? She is so beautiful. Mm. It's definitely like a, it's a piece. It's a centerpiece, you know? <sighs> Guys, that is so Lindsay's heart just oh. for like the way she makes her home. Is she's, This girl is more real than anyone you will ever know in your entire life. I made the mistake of doubting her once in my life <laughs> that she was the most authentic, real deal, Holyfield <laughs> woman. And she looked at me and she's like, I am real she told me that I'll never forget that I am real and friends it's the truth she is so freaking real and that's why it's good to be listening because she brings the joy and the enthusiasm every day all day I constantly have these like over here these little Instagram messages or whatever messages voice notes yeah between 20 Uh different you know her and 20 different women usually in a day just full of like joy and enthusiasm mm-hmm. all day long. That's my reality is I just have a life where when I'm here at home, she has this sprinkling of just love and enthusiasm all the time, all, all the, the time. time. It never stops 24 yeah. seven. Come on. She's not perfect all the time, no. but, no, but, no, no, but no, no. she really but I do does. you know how to pour in some love. You do. You know how to set a yeah. tone. You know, you're a very easy person to be around. Thanks for that. Cause we spend a lot of time <laughs> together. Oh, we do spend I a lot of time to together. What is, you know, what is, where is in the Bible, you know, it is better to be, you know, alone on the in a corner of a rooftop of your house than in your house with a with nagging a wife. wife. Yeah. yeah, nagging wife or cra- nagging yeah, wife. crabby. You are whatever. not a nagger. No. You're just a like intimidator, and you just <laughs> she doesn't. I give you the she eye. She just kind of <laughs> like this needs to happen. For sure. You're sure yourself. You're assertive. I appreciate that. It helps get done. Uh, Lindsay keeps a clean house. It's a strict little. It's a strict little Domain. ship. It's a strict little ship. <laughs> ship. It I is need a ship. All my... She does a good job. She's like this, you know, like most, I'm assuming, yeah. other mothers. Yeah. You just run the house and it's like you a. You have 
have to have order to your home. Order. Oh my god. Here gosh. we go again. Order. We're doing it again. Order. We're having order. the order. Right to order. Um, Daniel, I was going to say real fast though, um, when you said, when I told you I'm real, um, there were times when we first started dating, right? And like, you have to kind of convey who you are to this yeah. new person because they have- But you met. yelled it at me. <laughs> <laughs> were we arguing? I don't no, know. No, you just told oh. me. I was, I delivered some disappointing news and you just were like, like you stood up for yourself. Oh, that, was, you a, said, that was at the time. Dude. That was the time. You're missing out. Hey, listen, we should totally tell people how we know yeah, each other. Yeah, I was going to tell two stories How we know here. each other. How okay, we... hold on, hold on, hold on. I'm 41. Okay. I've known you for almost 20 years. 20 years. You were my yeah. college sweetheart. Is in my youth. Yeah. Great story. Yeah. It kind of ties into everything. Okay. You should Let's tell, tell it. it a little bit. Right. Okay, okay, okay. Um, Daniel and I met in college. College. And we didn't even go to the same college. We, we had a mutual friend. We were in college. I was going to Texas Tech and Daniel was going to UT and some sorority sisters and I drove in from Tech to Lubbock, which five is in hours. Lubbock, yes, into Austin for a fraternity weekend, y'all. Do you remember those? Um, it was Roundup weekend and we both happened to be at the same frat party and we had a mutual friend, one of my sorority sisters, Haley Curry Bloomer who is now married. Um, it is she, now officially part of the podcast. That's right. I love when we're just going to name drop all I these know, people. I know, I know. Yeah, we've, we've already talked about <laughs> Jeff Rokoff. We talked about Nina. We've talked about... These people are going to have to like, at who? What? Yeah, at who? Okay. Um, and... Another party. So we're at a party. And our mutual friend Haley is talking to Daniel. And I see her talking to him. And I'm like, he's cute. Like, I want to go join this conversation. So I kind of make my way over there and Daniel. Yes, it's a good timing. So I was talking to <laughs> Haley and I was facing the house. And then upon my right, I felt this like energy. Basically, it was like right before I looked over my right shoulder and saw her, I was like, huh. And then I looked over there and I saw it. It was like she just appeared into my soul. I was like, that's her. Immediately, my first thought was, that's her. The first time I saw her face, like in a snapshot, image in my mind I was like that's perfect that's it that's absolutely I could never want anything else like immediately I thought that's exactly what I would always want I've never even thought about it really but like that's it that's it that's amazing um and so we chatted that night we both had to go on our ways we left we kept each other's numbers and then we decided to kind of date long distance between Lubbock and Austin and we had never really had the exclusivity talk. <laughs> okay, that's where things bubbled here. And but we would go back and forth, and we would visit each other and yeah. have a great time. I loved her. So yeah. much fun, and um, it was fun. You were you were in Austin. I was in Lubbock. We would travel. We would you know date whatever. But y'all, one time I called you. And it was like a Friday night or something, and you didn't pick up. And I thought, oh, okay, whatever. And you call me back a little bit later that night, and I said, oh, hey, you know, what were you doing? It's hard to make eye contact with her. She's telling the story. This is a toughie. <laughs> He's now looking at the wall. And I said, oh, what were you doing? And you were so honest. And you said, I was on a date with another girl, point blank. And I was like, you what? Like, are you kidding me? Like, you're just going to say that to me? 
And not that I even really like thought that we were exclusive, but the fact that you would almost kind of like, I don't know, just like rub my face in it or just be like, I don't like, I'm, I'm, I'm whatever. So I was like, good for you, buddy. Lose my number. <laughs> That's not what happened. And I told him straight up. I said, I deserve better than that. I don't stand for that. I am not one of a few. See ya. And I kicked him to the curb. <laughs> Hold on a second. I just got to like, ugh. I'm sorry. I'm I got to wrestle with that one for a minute. Oh, oh wow but god is good god is good yes no i mean and here's the deal it's true everything <laughs> she's saying is the absolute truth i was in college young and wild and free young wild and free and thought Not you know what like them. i deserve you know the world and i'm gonna you know get out here and just you know enjoy my life and like totally self-centered and, and i think back about it now and it was like it was rude it was so rude yeah and <laughs> yes it was you know it was just not nice and I ended up getting the lesson because yeah. about a month or so later, I could not stop thinking about it. And I was like, dang, that was a mistake, you know? And and here's the thing. Let me back up a little bit. So I knew better than, you know, where like when you find like you're reared a certain way to look right. for a certain type of person to have a certain type of outcome of traditional quote unquote Christian life where you have one spouse and you have a family and then you do this together. And I literally looked that dead in the eye at like 21 years old. And I was like, this is too early for me. I see this happening and like, That's this right. is way too early. So I just sort of kind of like detached and, and I yeah. think it was in the you end being my mistake because yeah. obviously nothing happened in my pursuit of like the world that was memorable yeah. or worthwhile or worth Definitely. it. And it was like time wasted. Right. But the, what did re- happen in the four years, I believe. I was like trying to get back into her life over and over again. Over she was and like, over eh, again. Eh, yeah. eh. four years it took me. Yep. Four long years where I was a sad little boy, you know? Mm. But it was the and best thing that ever happened heart. to me. Yeah. It was the best thing that ever happened to me because it forced me to get with it or get left behind. 100%. And she moved to New York about a, about a fraction after she graduated college and was like, yeah, now we're in the big leagues and one in New York was like, wow. So I thus just focused inward to become the best person I could possibly be and the best version of myself so as to earn the opportunity to have a second chance at my destiny. Because I knew in that moment it was a gift from Yah, gift from God that Yahweh, with I'm not clear. I was, I am, I will be. That's how I refer to God. So when sure. I say Yah, Yahweh. it means uh-huh. like God. I'm talking to God, Yahweh. And so I, just this hunger in my heart for years. But again, I'll say it a third time now, it was the best <laughs> thing that ever happened to me because sometimes from pain or discomfort, oh yeah, you really are motivated. And I unfortunately am not motivated by much else when like oh. pain hits yeah. more than like encouragement. So anyway, long story very short, true. Very true. I got the opportunity again one day after years of many, 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 many funny years, experiences and years. I chased of... her to Lubbock three times and she told me no. Yep. I went to New York twice. She basically told me no. <laughs> I flew miles <laughs> to hear no. Took my roommates out. Oh, yeah. Sent a Starbucks gift cards. I mean, you precious soul. But you know what? I was not convinced that you had changed. And that's what it was for me, right? You broke my heart the first time. Upset I had a me. huge hill to conquer. Yeah. It was a huge hill. It was a huge comeback. You were spiteful. I, yeah, or I, not spiteful, but you had been spited. I, yeah, yes. absolutely. Why would I 
fall again no, unless you right. proved to me that things had changed, you know, that I could trust this person that you would become over the last few years. And let's be honest, we both had so much growing oh, up to do. So glad we, you know, Absolutely. went our ways and all. But it was the taste for me that yeah. got me hooked where I was like, I need this person for my legacy to be its best. And one of, and thank you so much. I appreciate that, your clarity in that. And one of the things he said to me, guys, he showed back up at my doorstep when I was still living in Lubbock. I don't know. A year later, nah, the first six time? months, maybe six, whatever. But I had already moved on, and I had another serious boyfriend at the time. Serious, quote unquote. And you were like, "You're the one." You were like, "I told the Lord to take you off of my heart if you I asked, are not." I said, "I asked I, yeah. him, Lord, please take her off my heart if she's not the one." And he's and you said, "I can't stop thinking about you. I yeah. know that you are the one." And I was just like, I don't know, like overwhelmed with just this sweetness about you that you're just like that you're 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 your certainty that I was the one because the Lord was telling mm. you so and that became um in, in a way shocking because I didn't know that you were feeling that way at all you know and you just sh showed up on my doorstep one day and told me um and then on the other hand it was a really beautiful thing because you were getting your clarity from him you weren't just like I'm gonna conquer this I want you back because I have these needs and you know you're a game to me yeah, exactly right. but it was like no I'm sure because God is putting yeah. you on my heart and not getting you well off. and not only did I find you you know obviously physically is is you were that just like it for me but you know, your heart. And I feel like, you know, and that was one of the things too, one of the epic moments in our entire lives happened when we were out one night doing the college thing. Yes. Just out, you know, partying, drinking, having fun, not anything bad, but just, you right. know, out yeah. socially. Uh -huh. And um, so we were out socially and it was time, it was like, you know, 12, 30, I was like, ha, oh, we better get home. We got to go to church in the morning, you know, and like kind of laughing, like we're out, you know, right. just out late, not really, you know, being solid you know and she was like whatever i love i love jesus i love the lord amen right there in my face and just it. was like loud and, and and not loud not aggressive just but just and bold faithful. and yeah. very very yeah precise about her meaning and i and it blew me away i was like wow this girl knows who she is yeah bam amen. she is so sure and again it then it made sense later on i mean the way that Lindsay grew up where she literally was alone in a desert, you know, spiritually without a mother to, you know, nurture her in ways that I had been nurtured, you know? Sure. And so she had, you know, I had a, a more cush childhood, you know, from an emotional standpoint, probably because of the maternal energy that yeah, I was blessed yeah. with, but uh -huh. grew up and I was like, that's why she is so powerful Thank and you. so, uh, you know, yeah, what's the word? Sure. Sure of, of herself and, yeah. and, and to be followed and it's an inspiration. And right then I knew I was like, this girl because at the time you were 21, yeah. 20, you know, right. whatever. And I knew it as a 20-year-old, I was standing amongst greatness because <laughs> I knew what you'd gone through and I knew how far you've come. And I'm like, if this person could come this far in 20 years and be this beautiful and bubbly and, and funny and cool and nice and nice and nice, then, wow, you know, there's no mountain that cannot be climbed. And that's who she is and that's who she's turned into. I can honestly say 20 years later, it feels like five minutes have passed. Amen. However, so much has passed. I know. It, sometimes it still feels like we're just kids. Literally. And here we are with this big, beautiful family and, and you know why, though, Lindsay? <laughs> like, and I'll, I'll tell you why. Because kids. you have your soul is so fed and, and oh, light and nurtured. It is your fed. soul, this woman has taken such good care and created a rhythm for her life and a protocol and a program that we all follow. Yeah. It's like a, a rhythm, literally, a daily rhythm of life to serve the Lord number one, and then everything else just sort of happens. And so 
that I think is really what makes like this conversation special is you have two people who just truly love the Lord and work diligently and hard at it and consistently. And we failed at some things. And guys, I also want to say too, when one of the first times, Daniel, that I remember kind of just like falling in love with you, I remember looking at you and feeling in my soul that we could do anything together. And you were my person, you know, that you would dream big with me, you would pursue the Lord, that you would, that, I don't know, just that you saw me for who for I, I who, I for so who I was and like wanted <clears throat> my dreams to come true and would pursue that with me. And I was like, all right, this is my guy. And I'll tell you what, because I look back on Lindsay to this day and I think that young, that beautiful young girl at six, seven, eight, nine, 10, 11, 12, 13, 14, 15 years old, who was kind of like the Lord's child in a sense, because you literally, it was either, I don't know who else you could have heard from. Yeah. It was either the Lord or nothing. And, and I I don't know, man, maybe I'm not doing a good job of explaining that. I just saw this young person, you know, beautiful who was just destined almost like she was prepared to do a great thing in her life because if she could make it through her childhood and still be as loving as she was, I was like, wow, (laughs) you had every right to be bitter and every right to be angry and every right to be, you know, everything that you're not. And the fact that you are like such a kind, nice, humble, like never spiteful person, I mean, just blows me away still to this day. And you just, and that's the privilege of living with you is, and that's again, the right answer. It's Jesus, Yeshua. Jesus, that's Jesus. Um, Okay, so I had that vision of you. I saw you as my person that I could dream with because I had big dreams, even though my world felt small and shattered, right? And things had been taken away from me. And, you know, it was kind of a, a small little beginning, I still had all these dreams and I still, my dad really poured a lot of confidence and belief in me. He always was like, you're the leader, you are, you know, talented, you are smart. Like he poured a lot. So you'd say he spoke it over you? He spoke it over me all the time. He really, um, kind of helped. He, my dad, you know, wasn't perfect by any means. He definitely had a very hard hand um, handed to him after my mom passed away. But one of the things that he did was he spoke Mm. so much life over me and he was confident in me and he just lifted me up and he spoke so much goodness into me. And so you want your children to grow up to be as well conditioned as Lindsay. And so let's, the takeaway from that is that we can talk, speak over our kids Goodness that gracious. way. Because if, if anything great came out of the equation of how to raise a person like yourself, yeah. um, it's that, speak over them, bless them. And, and, and your father wasn't necessarily a spiritual man, a religious man, was right, he? Right, no. At that time in his life. Right. He was, pre- he was pretty upset with God. He thought that the wrong person had been taken mm. from, you know, the face of this earth when there was a lot of other people out there that weren't as beautiful and wonderful and well, Christian and just, Yeah, as why, my would, mom. why would a good person just, go and not just right. evil people that are and thriving? That was his thing. That was his thing. He just didn't understand. And oh. so it did. It put up some walls between him and God for a long time. But I get it because, I mean, wow, I think to myself, what if it had happened to me? I would be like, maddest could be. Oh, so many questions. Wow. And I know. Um, why? Beginning with the first of them. Why? 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 Of course. Oh. Yeah. 
And so, um, so I just, I, I, I did, I had this sense of self belief mm-hmm. that God was going to do something with me, with my life. I would not allow my life to be in vain after losing my mom. If mm-hmm. she didn't get the opportunity to live a full life, you better make sure as heck that I'm going to go wow, live it for her. Wow. Absolutely. I never really ever thought about it like that. I never heard that. Honestly, yeah, this is the really? first time guys I've ever really, that's crazy. I mean, I yeah. knew the story. I've come close to the, to the cup, so to speak, when it comes to like hitting the, you know, hitting the green, but I've never heard that. <laughs> that was really, I go, it all together. That's all. Oh, yeah. Wow. What a, what a, what a, um, what's the word I'm looking for? Like an ownership of your destiny, of you seeing a bigger picture. Exactly. You being part of a trilogy almost, you know, yes. or a, a larger picture, a bigger yes, picture. Yes, a, a bigger picture. Absolutely. And so, um, fast forward, when you and I are now married and we're like, we both are just so mission minded to help people mm. now that we've, you know, discussed in past episodes why, you know, the pain that I hurt and the purpose mm. that it would create, the pain that you experienced and the purpose that it would create. So now here we are, okay, fast forward. They got the dating story. Got it. We, he, he won me over. That's right. We got reunited. I was living in New York. He was living in Dallas. I moved to Dallas so we could start our lives there together. Uh, two months later, you proposed. A year and a half later, we were married. And then it starts. For the record, we were celibate during the time that we got we were we were while we were recording we were recording because we were yeah. doing it the right way fy not yeah. that it matters but whatever yeah no that's a, a big thing to talk about yeah we did take sex off the table yeah. while we were engaged until we got married and it wasn't always that way but we decided we were going to do it right the second time right. if given a second chance we decided we were going to do it right and that was one of the things that the lord has definitely blessed in us honoring him um, I believe. Think about you know? that for just a second. We have four boys right now who are just, by the grace of God, so healthy, right? So healthy. And I think that, that a lot having to do with it was like the preparation of the soil, so to speak, Absolutely. for that blessing 10 years later, yep. 12 years later. Absolutely. Tending the soil of it then to get a crop 10 to 12 mm-hmm. years later. And for whoever knows Obedience how, how much equals longer. reward, right? Obedience equals reward. Yeah. Okay, so we're married, and we are young newlyweds living in a high-rise in uptown Dallas, and we can do anything, right? You can do anything at this point. What will you do? What will you do? And I was working in fashion in New York City, and on the plane moving to Dallas, I remember saying, Dear God, this is the time where I want to make that change into using my own two hands into serving you into serving other people into helping people what is that and i went on this major soul search to find out what that thing would be and i looked i did nonprofit work i thought that it might be that i was on the board of all these philanthropies remember all those society of young philanthropist groups we did and best buddies and we were on all these boards and all these committees serving a nonprofits okay and then that wasn't really it but it was fun and when it was a great way to meet people and give back and whatever and then but that wasn't it and then i don't remember if there was one other thing but then the lord i did yep i was doing marketing and i was doing reporting uh, with DFW reporting, using my um, my broadcast, my college degree in broadcast journalism, um, and then 
the Lord says food. It's going to be in food. And that made sense to me because I had always worked in food jobs growing up, whether it was as a waitress or a bartender, or I started bagging groceries for my first job. I worked at the Outback in college. You know, I'd always had these food jobs. And so I really like when things make sense, yeah. when all the dots Nothing connect. was wasted. Nothing was wasted. And so I was like, okay. And so I'm like, well... Lord, like, I want to do something big with my life. Like, I want to be the next Oprah. I want to be, like, I want to use a big life. Like, how am I going to do that in food? Like, what does that look like? Like, what type of cool food jobs are there out there that you can create a really big impact, mm -hmm. you know? And it didn't make sense at first. And then we had a family friend who was a personal chef. And I was like, oh, my goodness, I can cook for people. I can provide them healthy meals in their homes. And that was the thing is I think backing up, I was in personal trainer. And yep. so I had clients who were always trying to get healthy and I yep. was myself trying to get healthy, fit, you know, third gear of the, the trying to really get healthy trained. Correct. And my, as I'm doing my thing, we're learning, trying to forge our, our discipline, our, you know, nutrition philosophy. And my clients are like, hey, can Lindsay cook for me? And so then she started literally professionally right then, pretty much right off the bat. I know. Cooking these healthy alternatives, traditional dishes. Yep. Made healthy. Correct. Genius idea. Yep. Healthy versions of the things that people love. And she starts exactly. feeding people and they're loving it. Loving it. And I was making I was good it. money. That I was, was fun. It. I know. I was married to a personal chef and yeah. she would like always try these new recipes out and create new recipes and I was like, This is the best life ever. Oh, they were it was delicious. Ever. Really good food. And I was self taught in my food training. I literally would watch the Food Network and read cooking magazines, remember? But you do the smart thing. You always just do the obvious smart thing. Thank you. I know. We were like, should I go to Cordon Bleu. Cordon Bleu and like, is it cooking school? Yeah. And we were, you know, we looked at it and it was like $50,000 and a lot of it is to be like, you know, to work in, you know. Chef. It, yeah. Yes, yeah. to work in these fancy restaurants, which I didn't want to do. I just wanted to like help people be healthy. And so we were like, that's not actually the type of training I need. And so I actually found a, um, a personal chefing and catering business school. And so I went and I learned how to operate the business side Genius. of things, but I self-taught myself the food the arts, cooking the art side part. of things. And so we collaborated the two and started doing this personal chefing and catering and I would do small weddings and Well, and Lindsay had a gig. She programs. was hired by a corporation. We actually created a corporate wellness program there where I would go train the people and Lindsay would make these meals for 50 people. So we're partnering. Every Friday. Yes. It was it was crazy. You catered guys. for 50 people every <laughs> oh Friday. Oh my gosh. For I'd wake up at 3 a.m. Oh. And I mean and I would sh and I would um, shop and everything, everything, prep, 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 prep the days, the days before, and then wake up at 3 a.m. and cook masses amount of food, and get it over <sighs> there by myself, that wow. and unload it usually by myself, and get it inside. Gosh. I mean, in these like heating bins and like, oh my carts. gosh, you had carts. Carts. I had, I had all the equipment. I mean, I was doing this as a solo 50 person. Fifty people at 50 least. Fifty people. Every and Friday. you would do my dishes. You I were would such do an dishes. angel. Well, um, and at least so. I can do. 
we were just creating yeah. things. We were creating things out of nothing. Right. I was like, I'll be a personal chef. Right. Let's create that. Let's do a corporate wellness program. Let's create that, right? We were always just like fearless, like in our entrepreneurial. Chasing the truth of like goodness, chasing goodness, like trying to really Amen. make the world a better place. Yes. And we would put our just college try into it. Everything. And did it right. Oh you know, I felt so satisfied from yeah. that stage in life, just pouring everything, growing, learning, creating. It's just like a grad school in you know health and wellness. Amen. Y'all, we had this thing called, um, so the essence of the recipes, if you can take a stab at it from last week's episode, was what? Wheat-free, gluten-free, grain-free meals. That's everything. And so I had this pizza pizza. Remember the pizza oh. pizza? So the crust was the meat itself. The crust was usually a ground turkey that I seasoned so well. And then on top of it was just the, cheesy, the sauce fun, and the cheese yeah. and the vegetables and all that stuff. It was so good. And I would create just these yummy dishes and casseroles and so many good proteins and veggies, but it tasted amazing. And here's the deal. I would say like, okay, it can't have this, 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 or this. Correct. But she can pretty much do whatever you want. And so I would sort of let her be, and then she'd come back with this idea. I'm like, I never thought of that. That'll right. never work. But it, 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 it did. Yes. And it was Zucchini rocking. Zucchini ribbons oh, and just having so much fun. And then, okay, so we're cooking like that. We're yep. having a lot of fun. We're doing catering gigs and corporate wellness and feeding families and stacking people's fridges and freezers with these pre-made yummy dishes. They would pick out their menu. It was a blast. And then from there, we were like, okay, how can we scale this, okay? So the light bulbs are going, the wheels are turning, that we can't really make as much as we want to make if everything is one-to-one, -one, right? And you're limited you in your scale. own personal home kitchen. Exactly. Literally, guys, that's what's the so comical and fun and, and like, but amazing part is Lindsay did all this stuff out of a loft kitchen, a yeah. long ga galley style kitchen. Right, the Lord hooked us up with that cool space. big center you know, island. island. Yeah. And Lindsay literally, it was the most amazing thing, could cook for fifty people in this one small spot. We had an extra freezer and, and a fridge and it was yeah. It was a it was a deal. She was, was running a, a show back even then. Yep. You Sometimes. were the boss, kitchen boss babe. <laughs> Uh, the cake boss. Um, it was, and sometimes I would cook in people's homes. Yeah. If for you know clients that way, and then other times when we started the um, other company, which we'll talk about in a second, then we would go rent kitchens. But for this stuff, I oh, yeah. cook our out of my home under second. the cottage law. Yes. Because we were protected under the cottage. There's a law. You can cook out of your place. We weren't like breaking the law. No. You know. Yeah. Okay. It was a thing. You it was could a, do it. Yeah, you were protected under a certain amount of revenue to cook in your home. Okay, and so um, so then we're like, okay, we need a product. So we're like, what are we going to start with? So we always start with the macros, basically. Yeah. How much protein and fiber does this thing need to have? And then what, we work How backwards. low of net carbs? And how low? That was of net always carbs. a thing. And no wheat. Always a thing. No couldn't have wheat. Couldn't have fillers. Couldn't have no. yeasty things. No couldn't gluten. have anything that would potentially disrupt your gut. Right. I mean, in grains and grasses were the first, you know, culprit that we just pulled out and then, you know, it had to make sense. It had to be something we were proud of. Yes. To put in there. Like oh, this is a proud That has of, always been our ethos and our north star is like we have to believe in it. Oh, one it has to be 110% 
like better. True. True. Yeah. People were like, y'all stuff is so clean. Why would you not just use this ingredient? Why would you just, nobody's ever going to know. Y'all are so far ahead in your ideas. You we're like, never. never. It never will. We don't care if it costs us uh-uh. so much to put that one dish out real there, ingredient. that one thing, because it was so real. It had no fillers. Because you know why? Lindsay's real, baby. Because I'm real. I'm real. I told you. And I only use real I'm ingredients. Real. That's right. Okay, so our first product that we put out there are quiches. No, nope, first it was pizza pizza, the pizza pizza thing. I didn't make that a product. You didn't make that That was up. just one of my recipes. Right, it was okay, good. Okay, okay, okay. But I'm saying like the first thing when we're like, we need a product, okay. it starts with quiches. And then we're, I'm the quiche queen. Quiche queen. Quiche queen. And they were these big pans, yep. kind of like 9 by 13 pans of these dense, awesome, thick, thick fluffy, delicious amazing. quiches. And they're crustless. Yeah. So that means, right, no bread, no yeast, no grain, no anything like that. And it's all just eggs and vegetables and cheeses and sauce oh, and delicious. delicious. And I had these crazy varieties. The, pizza the Mardi Gras, the, Mardi the Gras. pizza quiche, the, Ita- uh, the-, um, the Texan. I mean, just bar none, the best thing ever. And so... Um, and we would travel, we would go to New Mexico home and I would call my friends and tell them I'm coming. They would come by and pick up a quiche and like, we were, we were like, traveling with, she was making like, you know, nine to 12 inch sheets of quiche yeah. and we would travel with them and then people would, well, no, I'd out. make them when You'd I got them. there. Absolutely. But people would place these orders yeah. and then they would come pick them up from us. No matter where we went, we were bringing the quiches, selling the quiches. It was a thing. Okay. So then, <laughs> like a hundred bucks. We'd make like $200. I know. Wow. I'll never, never yeah. make anything on this stuff. Okay. And then, um, from there, Y'all, we are hosting this man. Okay, so our favorite place in the whole wide world is Crested Butte, Colorado, um, up to this point anyway. And um, of all the places we've traveled together, it's Crested Butte, Colorado that's in our hearts and souls. And um, we are with Daniel's best friend, Coley, and his client who he is helping get well. And Crohn's disease, type two diabetes, uh, you know, liver problems, all the things. An older individual, yeah. but not that old. Wealthy and successful, and knew his life yeah. needed to change, and was investing in himself, saying, "I am tired of feeling like this. I need to help like, me. Yeah, Give me a reset. Me. Let's yeah. go reset. on a retreat. Retreat. So we're on a retreat together. We created one. We created one. We just create these opportunities and fun things to do together. So we create a retreat. We rented a house Daniel in Colorado, and, and we uh-huh. for like a week. Yep. And flew him out there and cooked for him and took care of him and you know. And you him. guys did all the fitness stuff. Yep. You would take him on hikes and stretch him out and you know do fun activities with him and I would prepare all the meals. And one night I had made this gentleman the pizza quiche and we're all sitting around the table and he said, Lindsay, he said, this is very good. And he said, but you know, it's pizza. Cause we thought we would take the world over with our, with our pizza quiche. I was like, imagine it, sir. We're going to have a location on every corner and everybody's going to be eating quiche because everybody loves quiche. We were trying to brainwash him that it was pizza. And he's like, this is not pizza. This is like pepperoni, probably in chicken pepperoni. Yeah. in like marinara sauce inside. Like, I get it. I get it. <laughs> We're like, no, brainwash your brain. Uh, They're like, this is just he's like, like, nope, still, like, still some, some, some pepperoni and geese. <laughs> Where's my crust? Uh. And so he goes, okay, he goes, I've got it. He goes, if you guys can replace bread and make it healthy, you nailed it. You got it. And we were like, oh my gosh. That's it. Like this whole time we had just been eliminating bread. Yeah. We had just been taking all 
crusts and breads and wheat and gluten out of every single recipe. And so he's like, just <laughs> a lot of naked it. food. <laughs> it was a lot of naked food. And he's like, just replace it. Make a better for you version. And I'm like, okay, now we're talking. Y'all, I go to bed I was that crushed, night. actually. I was still so upset about the quiche not being <laughs> the next thing. I was like, oh, my hard you work. always hold on the to everything. The quiche king is disappointed. <laughs> the quiche king is disappointed. I felt uh, hard. Y'all, Daniel doesn't let go of stuff very easily. Mm. Okay, it's okay. Anyway. Trying. Um, so we go to bed that night, and I'm praying, and I'm like, Lord, what do we use? What do we use? What do we use? Replace. Bread, what do we use for flour? What do we use? What do we use? And he tells me in the middle of a dream that night, he says, use seeds. Y'all, God gave me an answer to prayer in a dream. And that's how he talks to me a lot of times. And we're in Crested Butte, Colorado, and it is my 30th birthday. Remember, it's my 30th birthday. And I wake up and I say, Daniel, the Lord told me. And you were like, what? And I said, use seeds. And you go, that's a horrible idea. Remember? I said, that is, it'll never work. Said, There's no way that can work. ever work. I can't imagine a way that could work. And so I go, ha ha, watch me. God told me so. And so literally that day, we go to the Crested Butte Health Food Store. We go to their bins no, of it was, seeds. It was a farmer's market, wasn't it? Uh-uh. It was okay. the one oh, yeah. right there. Right. Yeah. Right. What okay. is the name of that store? And we Whole get Earth. the bins of the seeds. Yes, Whole Earth. We go to Whole Earth and we're getting, you know, the bins of seeds and we're making these seed bags. And who shows up that day? My dad and KK for my 30th birthday to spend my birthday with wow. them. And so we start making crusts that day out of these seeds that we're just kind of trying to like break up and we make didn't break into like up. a no, paste. We put them they were on... still whole. Whole in eggs, mix yeah. them together, try to like bind it somehow. Yeah, you know? yeah, we did. See we what made like a crust out of it. Exactly. Yes. And then we made like the, I think maybe, you High know. High crust scenario exactly. kind of thing. We tried a bunch. We tried a bunch. So we go home from Crested Butte, had it land the recipe. We go back to Dallas and we work on this recipe for six months. Six months, maybe longer. And it was we're about trying... fifty thousand of our little meager salaries into investing in just figuring it out. We put everything into this. Everything. Because seed flour had never been invented before. It wasn't a it thing. It was not a thing. You weren't baking with it. It wasn't a it thing. Wasn't I mean, you can grind and flax. A recipe. And you I've heard of people grinding flax and that's flax meal, yes, but yes. never like a, a bakeable seed. Flour, flour. You know, for the flour. purpose of baking. That right? you replace yes. flour with completely, not just like in some recipes you add some flax, right? right? But this is a complete flour free substitute. Flour okay? free substitute. Yes. And so it takes us months to not only come up with the recipe, the ratio that tastes good, acts like flour, bakes like flour, you know, has the nutrition profile that we want. Like it was a whole right. thing. It had to mark off all of these boxes. And I remember we would feed it to mom and we would feed it to family. We would feed it to friends and every, you know, people were with us each step Tweaked of the way. It, the and they way. were like, it has to taste good guys. Right. If you're going to come out with this healthy substitute for pizza crust or whatever it is, like it's it got be delicious. Taste great. Yeah. Yes. And so we nail it. <clears throat> and y'all, we are grinding seeds in our kitchen loft. Yes. And it's like, you know, in the blender. The people above us are Oh, they're us. like, what is happening down there? Oh, it was great. I mean, the memories. Oh, the memories. And um, it was we our first it. baby. It was kind of our it first baby. It was our baby. first child. Our we first had creation. no children at this time. We had Woody and Caden, our two dogs. 
And so we create this seed flour. We start making all of these alternative bread products because you guys remember how much we know that bread yes. and yeast and gluten <coughs> and grain and all that stuff are the culprit. So we start replacing all of those things. We've got tortillas and sandwich pizza crust. bread and pizza cookies. crust and cookies, muffins. muffins, donuts, donuts, cakes. We were cake. making it all. Everything. Everything. Anything Everything. you could bake with, we were trying to apply this seed flour to it. Yep. And over the course of, I mean, it's so funny. It's 10 years, literally, almost to the month from that being like the initiation of this whole quest. Exactly, you're exactly right. It's my 40th birthday. And now it is your 40th birthday. You're exactly 10, 10 years, years later than that. It's been 10 years. Wow. And so we throw up a website, and people are used to us making food things now. We've been right. catering, we've been personal chefing, <clears throat> we've got the key. She had an audience, we had an audience. We've got, we've got customers, yeah. everything. We're like, okay guys, this is now. Like, and like, this what? week you're gonna have some cookies in this. Yeah. Pay up, you know, but but Absolutely. But truly, we, they, they, of cookies, we started there adding cookies. stuff to the personal chefing. You're gonna just these try pizzas, this these goods, massive pizzas that were so delicious and so filling and so healthy and people would place an order online. $35 pizzas. Come pick them up on Friday. $35 pizzas. We would run them down the fire escape because we lived out on the corner and they would call us when they got downstairs and we would run their order out and take their money and some of these people still, Daniel, are in our lives today as part of our health and wellness and friendship journey. People that were picking up from our stoop in Dallas. Running down the fire escape. On Friday afternoon. From 4 to 8 p.m. That's when you could us. come by. Yeah. You couldn't come by. You know, I had the training. I was doing training before then. So from 4 to 8, I yep. can commit to being the stair, Delivering the stair guy. Your, your order. Literally running up and down the stairs. Loved it. Okay. So that's happening. And then we have Shepherd. Okay. Then we bring a baby into the mix while we're growing this We got business. a dog first. We got a Woody first. Yes. That was how I held Lindsay off from having a, a child. Right. We Earlier got a, we got her a dog. That's right. I and that, I that stalled ready. her for he about a year. Uh huh. And then Sheppy comes, and we because this whole time I was like, we're not there yet. We're not ready yet. We're not ready for a child because I'm not wealthy yet. We're not wealthy. That was yeah. a fear that I had. I was yeah. like, I, aren't you supposed to be like financially successful before you have a child? Aren't you supposed to create a life and then stop and have kids? And she was like, nah. Not how you do it. That's not how, that's never been, you really do think like, if this, then this, when this, then this, and I've never been that way. I'm just kind of like, the Lord tells my heart, the Holy Spirit tells me when it's time and I'm ready, you know, and um, I'm very faith-based, you know, and so anyway, we are very, very committed to this idea and people are going crazy over this concept of healthy baked goods because seeds are high in plant protein, good healthy fats, and fiber with basically no carbs. And so they're like, wait a second, you know, like you're telling me this cookie has eight grams of protein, four grams of carb, I'm sorry, four grams of fiber, one carb, like they're just, minds are blown. And it's, and it's filling. It's so because of the fiber and the healthy fat, which usual baked goods good. have none of. So the, the chemical profile of traditional baked goods is super high net carb, right? Which is a sugar, negligible fiber. There's no fiber in your traditional cookie or cake, and then fat. You know, it's only from the icing. So traditionally yeah. speaking, there is just a bunch of sugar in this traditional grass based. It delivers no flour, nutrition. No nutritional yeah. value whatsoever. And ours delivers all this nutrition. 
and none of the bad stuff. And so we're in love with this concept. People are falling in love with this concept. We're like, we're going to see how far we can take this. Okay. So we have our first baby. We have our first child. Family is showing up, helping us create these orders that we still have to do in our home kitchen. They're mixing bowls and they're slinging pizzas and they're stamping, you know, cookie envelopes and like all the things. <laughs> I tell you, friends are showing up, helping us do it. And we're like, we're not quitting. We're not quitting. I will never forget Shepard walking around in our kitchen in his little walker, you know, like a little baby walker. And there's the oven coming open and closed, open and closed, open and closed. And everyone's creating barriers from Shepard getting to too close to the oven door and we're just like lord lead us lord lead us we are literally living on faith literally living on faith and then one night we are you and i are brainstorming and people everyone keeps telling us you guys need to open a storefront you needed to open a storefront and we're like where and so we're journaling and we're praying and we're like god what would be the um neighborhood in Dallas that would receive this type of health product the most that we would do the best in. And we were like, skirt, it's not in Dallas. It's in Austin because Austin is a forward thinking, healthy lifestyle, great for the culture is just, it has always been a startup culture, a, um, anti-establishment type location for new innovative stuff. Very much so. Very, there's a lot of innovative companies here. And so, and Daniel grew up here and has family here. His parents were here, are are here. And so we were like, oh my gosh, the Lord is calling us to move to Austin. And so we have Shepard, we're pregnant Mm -hmm. with Noah, and we decide to move the family and the business to Austin. Okay. We get to Austin, we get into HEB, massive 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 you go take a meeting with the frozen food buyer and she picks up our product line and that was the big deal right Mm -hmm. there that was a huge home run for us Um, and we've got coffee shops carrying it around we've got health food stores and we are as grassroots and organic as you could possibly possibly start we had never had any education on a food startup company. We just wanted to make people healthy. We just wanted to combat disease and malaise and all of the things. And we end up here with a food company in Austin, Texas, in retail stores. And we hear about this accelerator program. So we applied the accelerator program. We get in. One of six companies, seven companies chosen out of hundreds. We're in this accelerator program. Things are taken off. We've got mentors. We've got support that we never had before. People with experience who could walk us through it. The door gets open for us to open up our own facility. Okay, and this was big at the time for us guys because if you think about it, creating a seed flower and seed flower dough is much different than working with a wheat dough or any other type of doughs that most manufacturing, food manufacturers had dealt with. And so we were running into a lot of issues with our manufacturers, co-manufacturers. And so we were like, Lord, how do we get around having to deal with these co-manufacturers who don't know how to handle our product? And so there becomes an opportunity for us to get our own facility. We have to fundraise 
a large amount of money. We have to take a major risk in building out this facility to meet our needs. And at the same time, we're getting into more grocery stores. We are getting into Central Market. We were already in the Central Market. And then we hit the jackpot and we get into Whole Foods. And we had always told ourselves, Whole Foods for a health food brand is the cream of the crop. It's the tippity tippity top. If you make it into Whole Foods, you have made it, okay? So our dreams are coming true. We are not even talking about the other side of what it's taking to make all of this happen, okay? We are so strapped financially. We are putting everything that comes into our home back into the business. Our time. Oh, every hour of our day. Every dollar, every minute, every family event or, you know, now keep in mind too, we have three little boys now. Now Asher's born. Okay. Okay. While this is going down and the growth is great and it's exciting and it's exhilarating, but we're not a profitable company. At the expense of everything. And a a startup in, in basically was like the, the business plan, which we chose was you're going to have to grow fast to remain relevant. You don't want someone else to come along with a better idea, so you better go for it. Always a little ounce of fear. Go for it. What if someone else comes in with the same idea and more money? Yep. So we were like, okay, we got to raise money. And we, we raised money, and we went for it. And you're just raising kind of little bits at a time. Right. Anyway. Not enough to really allow you much runway. Explosive long-term growth. Yes. But we thought that would come when we were in... You know, it had progressed to a certain point. You just have the faith. Lindsay had a great job and, and still does. You know, as she's telling the story, I'm so like reminded of like the, the, the raw grittiness of it back then. But yeah. like Lindsay did a great job of keeping, you know, the ball. I was doing at all, all the marketing. Yep. Um, just thank you. Just trying to, you know, Daniel did a lot of the facility running. He was, he are very, very good with the recipes and very good with the flour. And you worked very closely with the back of the house team. Manufacturing. Manufacturing. And I was doing the marketing and branding and, you know, the forward facing part of, you know, the company. And still while trying to raise three little boys, you know, and we have this facility, so we literally have to be there, you know, every single day, morning to night, and things are getting really stressful. Finances are always, always tight. The company is not profitable because you're told to literally run in a deficit for however long you have to because one day you will sell to a huge company who will buy you out for X, which is, you know, this dream that's supposed to happen for everyone, but it doesn't happen for everyone. And um, so, so we are in the middle of a capital raise, okay? And COVID hits. And we aren't able to secure any more funds, any more capital. At the time, no one was investing in small well, it was a little global pandemic anymore. remember two Absolutely. weeks two weeks to flatten the curve yeah and then it turned into exactly two years later right and everyone's holding on to their money yeah no one is taking any risk at that point no one knows what the heck is you happening you feel like it's just the world's ending literally. exactly at yep. that time we were like the world everyone's gonna die absolutely here it is yep. yeah okay and so um so we are forced with this massive decision mm-hmm 
to close our doors and to pull our products off of all of the shelves that we had worked for so many years to get on and stay on. And let me say one thing real quick. So culminating in, and I've always thought this to be Lindsay's child. It really is. I mean, I tried to help as best I could and, and felt like, you know, uh, but I mean, the, the essence of feeding people, you know, and and getting this, you know, take satisfying people's innate needs to be truly healthy, um, that it was so difficult because we had got to the point where we, had, we were top 10 trends. I know what I was going oh, to yeah. Top 10 oh, trends yeah, we of, that. of 2020 for Whole Foods. So the point was to get into Whole Foods and make a splash. So Whole right Foods before. Whole Foods names us. Yep. Top 10, 10 trends of 2020. We're thinking, yeah. Oh, we, everyone we is, everyone's go. calling us out. Are you kidding us? Super Seed Life, top 10 trends of 2020. Y'all are bananas. This seed flower is finally going where you knew it was the entire time. We believed, we believed the seed flower was going to change the game. And finally, Whole Foods calls it out. There it is. Seed flower, Super Seed Life, game changer. And we're like, boom shakalaka, boom shakalaka. <laughs> Here we are. That's a boom shakalaka dance. dance. Yeah. And, but hey, there were other plans. And so, literally, a few months later, I mean, we're working on marketing materials for this. We're getting this out. You know, like, we're like, boom shakalaka, check it out. Everyone, come check out the seed flower products. Like, did you know we made it in Whole Foods? That's and we're right. the top 10 trends. That's did you right. know? Did you know? Oh, we're getting the word out there. And then, boom, everything shifts, everything changes, and we shut the doors, and we go into a little bit of like a depression, oh. you know, both of us. Crushed. This was our first baby. This is this was something we had built together. Yeah. This was- It was like a, the death of a child almost. It was. Yeah. It was an answered prayer. It was a creation, of something that had never been done before. It was an invention. It, how could it die? It was so good. It's such a good idea. Yes. Like, you know? It was a health deliverer, you know? And so we were so sad about it. We were so sad. And I remember at the time, like I had, I met a new friend, Kelsey, and she wrote me a note that still sits in my Bible. And she was like, Linz, the Lord has something else for you. You're gonna be okay. This is okay. And I didn't even believe it. And still looking back on that on that letter, I remember how I felt at the time. Like it was almost hard to like see past that this you was gonna get see better. That. I, mean, I couldn't. I wanted to wallow I in it. So, I wanted to be angry, you know. I, yeah. I didn't yeah, you do want to know why. Because right. it, it almost felt like the Lord led us to this idea. Yeah. And if he was gonna lead us to this idea, why would he close it down? But Daniel. Some of our biggest lessons that we now have had time to reflect on why it may have closed or why what the Lord was showing us. It was a setup. It was a setup for greatness. It was a setup for greatness. I I love that. I agree. I I see and and all things happen for your good. Amen. Every single thing that happens for your good and it's painful and it's shocking in the moment. However, best thing that ever happened just like if we look back when you told me to lose my number <laughs> that was kind of the best thing that ever happened yeah because it forced me four years later to become the guy worthy to be able to embark upon a life with you right and um, one thing about that is since Daniel had to work so hard to get me back I now trust that 
like you ain't going anywhere. And not that I ever thought that you would anyway, but I know that like you had that so rooted down into yes. your soul that you had worked so hard, you had tilled the soil, you had worked the plow, I was like invested. you were invested. Now you're like, I'm not gonna just like uh-uh. heyday, whatever on her. Like I I'm hard invested. To get back That's to right. Her. And then with this experience, I will also add with losing our food company that when we look back and reflect on what we did right and what we did wrong and absolutely allow it to be a learning experience, we did a lot of things wrong. We did a lot of things wrong. And one of the things, probably the most important that we did wrong, was that we took God out of the center of our lives. And we literally made this company an idol. And we put it first. And everything was about this company. It wasn't about God. Mm -hmm. It wasn't about our faith walk. It wasn't about our family. It wasn't about our children. It wasn't about our marriage. It was literally about this company. It became first. And everything got so jaded and so out of order. And so honestly, I'm thankful. I'm thankful (laughs) that it no longer rules our life. I am. Our weekends were taken up, our, our finances, our time. I mean, just everything that is important to a young, growing family that needs to take care of the family first. And I remember saying, like, Daniel, I feel like we are trying to, like, save the world, like, and everyone else's health before we save us or, like, even take care of us. Like, we're not putting any money in our own bank account. We're like, screw it. It's okay. Put it back in the company, you know? Like, for what? And that was the thing, too, was, like, we worked these grueling hours and we sacrificed everything for what? It's not like it was like making us rich at the end of the day or we were getting all of this like, you know. So we just learned so many things. And the first thing was that we took God out of the company, out of the equation, out of the focus of our lives. And he will do what it takes to become number one in your life again. So I'm thankful that he did. Um, what is another lesson that you learned? Well, for me, it was like what true wealth and riches is. Yeah. And keep in mind, we just shut our company down and we're going into COVID now wondering, is every other person going to die? I mean, is that what's, what's happening here? And so thankfully, years later, two years later, none of our kids got sick. Yeah. We didn't get sick. Uh, you know, nothing bad happened. And right. so I look back now and I'm like, wow, you absolutely took care of us. And that right there is the foundational principle of life or the foundational element is like your health and wellness and, and, and your family and your people yep. like together, not just physically well, but like r- relationally and interpersonally, a family unit, Amen. which we didn't have right for a long time. Yeah. And I, I was really responsible that I was the kind of, you know, I was the not, I was the one who got sucked away, you know, into the lie that you have to sacrifice everything to be successful and to be quote unquote, you know, good. It was a really hard time in our marriage. I remember really resenting you for that because I could see it a little bit more clearly than you could, but I think it was because you had so much fear around the making it work because we were financially on the hook to investors and to bank loans and all these things, and you carried that more than I did, which is understandable, you know, Um, and so you really kind of made it your number one and and I would say this isn't right and what about us and what about the kids and you were like sorry like you literally would tell me sorry you know you just wouldn't hear it and so it was like the Lord literally had to take it out of your hands I don't know 
if you would have ever yeah. gotten things back in order. And so, thank you, Jesus. <laughs> <laughs> thank you, Jesus. <laughs> oh. And so it's funny because Daniel, like, I don't know, like you still like hold on to it a little bit. And I'm like, and I tell people all the time, people will be like, I am so sorry that happened to you. And people still like are so precious about it. I'm like, you know what? Like my quality of life now is much better. You know, like I am very grateful to have so much more of a healthy home life and work-life balance and just being able to see our kids thriving because they have the support of really what's needed at home i mean that's first and foremost you know and so so we followed a dream wealth and riches we followed a dream as far as we could it got taken out of our hands but also too something we were talking about the other day is the fact that it closed with covid kind of took the sting away from it a little bit because so many people had to close their businesses down with COVID. And not that we want that for anyone by any means, but I'm just saying that we weren't so alone. And had it been like really isolated on its own, I think that would have been harder. You know Mm -hmm. what I mean? Like you guys failed in a good business environment. They're just handing out dollars. How come you couldn't catch none of that, you know? Yeah, yeah. It was like more understandable. Like, yeah, people are not partying. Well, it was a little easier to understand because just the world, Pretty much just kind of shut down. It did. You know? It was like, well, I, the I guess timing this is a of it was still yep, an yep. So there was a blessing in that. Yeah. The way that God did it with that was really a blessing for us. Um, and the fact that He led us into really beautiful things following was such a blessing. Yeah. Um, you know, still able to work in health and wellness, still be able to have these podcasts and passions in which we can teach and help and love people and you know me working in a health and wellness company and you having a part in that is massive you know the lord gave me my women's ministry following that i said what's next lord and he showed me the vision for the sisterhood and you know so we learned so much we we gosh did we fight together did we stay connected you know like that was financial i mean we work together a lot of couples can't work together you know that was a hard thing that About we 12 hours a together. day yes, every day for yes. 10 years literally in a, in a high stress crazy environment of like this not knowing what production. you're doing no what's going brand on new at this um the financial stress the familiar like we have been through it and we stuck through that together and so i really honor that you know about our marriage and what we've overcome and now we're just in like a much lighter better place and you know the love is thicker you know the roots are deeper you so much because we've been through it and you have gotten better you you didn't let it get you down you really blossomed Thank you. During this chapter of your life. And that was a very inspirational thing to see on the daily as an example. And I just believe it. Yes, and you do too. And I just believe in the Lord's faithfulness more than anything. And I always know that what He takes away, you know, He has plans to replace it with what you really need. And one other thing that I was going to say that was a lesson in this is that at the time, we thought that that was our only way that we could help people. That was it. But God's like, why are you limiting me? You know, Mm. why do you think that that's the only way that I'll ever give you to bless people and their health and your wellness journey? And he has showed us that seed flour and alternative, you know, health foods is not the only way that he can use a willing heart, you know, to 
further the kingdom, to bless people's temples. He's like, I am the most creative God. You know, I am the one who made the stars and creates that beautiful sunset for you every day. Do you really think I'm short on ideas on how I'm going to use you to bless people's lives? Absolutely not. And so I just really hold tight to that too, that like, if the Lord has given you something that you feel like was the best thing ever, and if that thing goes away, have the faith and be encouraged that He will give you something else that will probably serve you and others better in a bigger way. And He is right now, and He's allowing us to touch people through this podcast, through our health and wellness company, through your job at work, in bigger ways than we could have through that one manufacturing facility, you know, based in Austin, Texas. Now we have, you know, access to national reach and beyond. And so I'm just so faithful that we just serve. I'm so thankful that we serve such a faithful God. And he has proven to us that, you know, he makes beauty from ashes Mm. and that we don't know if he's done with it. We don't know if there's a resurrection time. We don't know if it's going to circle back at some point when things are better and figured out and whatever. And if he does, great. And if not, that's okay. But we just continue to cling to, you know, the hope and the goodness of God and stay united no matter what. Because if we stay strong together, we can get through anything. You and me, baby, we can do anything. That's our song. I feel like it came, I came through with like a, you know, when you get humbled in a way and, you know, guys might experience if you've ever gotten beat up, you're like, wow, I am not going to let that happen again. And so you, not that it's a, uh, you know, a new life mission, but rather I'm going to learn from the mistakes that were made and I'm going to come back stronger such that I'm going to help other people whom, you know, don't. You know, have made why make the same mistakes that I did, and so yeah. you know, it's been great to be able to apply some of those protocols that and processes that we experienced in me, especially in the manufacturing side of the business, and all the right. technical ways to operate consistently and frequently, and and just manufacturing the the, the science of manufacturing right. has then really we've been able to pivot over to creating programs and systems for wellness yeah and it's been a beautiful pivot that's so true used to follow those charts and instruction manuals and you know um, three ring binders of this is how you do it it was very very you know by the book by the step recording and very factual the data you know you you learned and processed and taught to the team and now you're doing that with processes and using data you know through your wellness mm-hmm. and daily life schedule mm-hmm. that is such a good crossover I was able to I apply love that. that same energy into something Absolutely. And I've been able to use the same with my marketing and social media skills and branding and community building. You know, I had to do all that with the company and now I'm doing it with my current job and my my own personal brand and then my ministry. You know what I mean? Like he uses it all and nothing is wasted. And you always will find those similarities and those crossovers um, and I, I love will, that. I will say too, if I can, just because I have to say this. Get is it how out there. I'm just thankful and impressed I am at your humility and 
authenticity through this entire thing because Lindsay has done a great job of being transparent and you know owning the fact that like you know that was a chapter in your life and it's okay it's over and, yeah. and there's no like heart you know connection necessarily and no negative heart strings no, to not at all. the past right and I've learned so much from watching you just joyfully go forward yeah in anything that you do in any direction and it's been really inspiring just to see the way that we collectively have prospered as a family because yeah. you've kind of dragged us with you to <laughs> joyland sometimes you know me at least and I just have to say like wow I'm so glad that you persevered and you decided that I will seek that for myself because you bring your spouse with you amen thank you for that and I honor you for you know fighting for it as long as you could you know there's that loyalty and commitment to what we created and the people that were behind it and you know I honor that too um, and I honor you for you know not going down without a fight you know and you fought 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 really really hard and then on the other hand I thank you for finally getting to the other side and making the transition and saying all right enough's enough god mm. is telling me that it's a closed door and it's time to go open the next one you know and i really appreciate you walking through that next door even if it wasn't your own entrepreneurial venture anymore or your enneagram for unique individualist <laughs> thing anymore <laughs> so i honor you for doing what need is, needs to be done and um i know that god still has so much in store for you and the ways that you will be able to bless people, love people, and exercise your passions um, to the fullest, you know? And that's the thing, guys, is like, we're just getting started, all of us, all of us, no matter where you are, like, I still feel like we're all just getting started in what the Lord has for us. I truly believe the, yet, the best is yet to come. I truly believe that we still have our best days ahead of us. And when we just look at life that way, every day is so good and such a blessing and an adventure, you know? And so I'm here for the adventure and thank you for coming, you know, just along with me. If you guys know the color code, I think we should drop the color code down today. Um, I'm a yellow and yellows love adventure and spontaneity and they're just kind of joyful people and you can't really get them down too much, you know? And Daniel's a blue and a blue is feeler and a little emotional and, but like a good friend, like a good solid, like relationship first kind of guy. Um, and so anyway, um, thanks for coming on, you know, just on all the adventures with me and just believing that the best is yet to come and I'll keep your heart, you know, at the center of mine and knowing that we'll take care of all of your dreams and desires as well. But okay. So, Anything? I feel like I know you better now. Good. Seriously. How sweet. And I know that everybody else does too. Well, likewise. And they know you better now too. And hopefully you guys know like that's how we got where we are here now today. And that's what we cared about the most. And, you know, providing people with healthy solutions because we're teaching and training, hey, don't eat this. And then we felt so good in being able to say, but eat this and here's an alternative. We just wanted to make it as simple as possible for people to get that nutrition in their systems and not to feel confused or it was hard work or whatever. And so we were like, here's the, here's the solution. But then at the end of the day, maybe God doesn't need us to provide that solution right now, right? Maybe like someone can do it bigger, bigger and better and whatever and we can do other things bigger and better and so you know at the end of the day we just want you to take away that nothing is more important than your relationship with God first
okay? And then marriage and family and home life and work-life balance and literally don't make that company, that dream, anything an idol and don't let it get out of order because it won't last. Secondly, God can use you and will use you in so many different ways in your lifetime. Don't limit him to one. He will be so creative in the ways that he allows you to further the kingdom, change people's lives, touch people's hearts, use your gifts and talents, be open-minded to when there is a turn in the story, when when it's a new chapter, when it's a new season, get excited about it and partner with the Lord and say, what's next, God? And he will bring you really cool, exciting new things and he'll shake it up and he'll make it fun and exciting. And lastly, anything? (laughs) Or do you want me to say it? Say it. Okay. I would say, um, let your situations make you better or not better. You know, you've got one life. You get to choose your attitude. You get to choose your perspective. You get to choose how you look at things. Better, not bitter. Wow. Yeah. Mm. It's good. And I just changed my Instagram handle to Lens for Life. And we were talking about that. And it's Lens shortened for my name, L-I-N-D-S. And it's also somewhat a spin on the lens in which which you look at life. That's your perspective. What is your lens? Is it clear and excited and you know expectant and um just looking up you know at the heavens at god and is it bright or is it cracked and foggy and looking backwards and you know is it stained and are you looking through life through that lens you have a choice you can clean that lens off and you can get a new pair and you can just have a fresh viewpoint on how you're going to see the world each and every single day when you wake up so here we are with you know two years behind us of a fresh new season in our lives happier than we've ever been honestly would you say so absolutely okay and i want more of your lens Good. I love it. Well, I will share it with you every day. And I, you know, am really proud of you in in choosing that because I know that was hard, especially, you know, for a male. I think that that's a hard thing. And so I'm proud of you for coming around (laughs) and knowing that God has so much in store, so much in store. So, okay, guys, um, we're going to drop some key takeaways down in the show notes we'll put the color code link down there um thank you for listening like i mentioned i changed my instagram handle to lens for life which also has a lot to do with just like fighting for life you know what i mean the the um value investing in life investing in your life. life yes absolutely nurturing life amen feeding life taking care of your life exactly um and also i'm lens for life man i'm here (laughs) i'm as loyal as they come and i'm your girl forever you can count on me um and daniel is the daniel crouch and we are extreme makeover you on instagram and facebook follow us there hang out uh reach out let us know um 
your thoughts on this episode and please leave us some reviews and some stars and let people know so they'll listen in. We would love that. Daniel, I love you. Thanks for sharing this story with our friends today. Yahweh bless you and keep you. Yahweh make his face to shine upon you and be gracious unto you. Yahweh lift up his countenance upon you and give you shalom. And shalom is just a deep peace. Deep peace. It's a joy. It's a it's independent of circumstances. It is just you being your best. And we love you guys and we'll see you next time. Thanks for being here.